So I was just sitting in meditation and doing some inward journeying with my womb since I'm just beginning my bleed. And I had a really beautiful analogy come to me that I think might support some other people as well. I know it really helps me. So I'm going to tell a little, almost like a mini story, kind of like an analogy. And it might support you to close your eyes and listen. It just makes it a bit easier to focus and to kind of almost see this or feel into it. So essentially, what we are experiencing on the planet right now is one big play where there really is only one um, there is really only one play happening here. We may each feel like we are in our own play, but when we zoom out, we can see that we're all part of this grand play or this grand performance by spirit. And spirit is animating itself through us in order to have an experience. And spirit is the true actor within each of us. But what's happened is that spirit has acted or pretended to be a role within each of us right through the body-mind vehicle it's been playing this role and pretending to be this role so well and for so long that it forgot it was pretending it forgot to take off the costume and to come back to itself to remember who it truly was before the costume before the role before this grand play and in this play there is so much dynamic experience. The storyline is intoxicating and enticing and seductive, and there's so much narrative in this play. There's so many different stories going on. There's so many different parallels happening. When we look out at the world, we can see eight billion humans. There are so many stories not only the stories of each of those individual humans, but then the stories of each of our interactions based on the unique perceptions of each of those roles. So you can imagine this, like somebody going to, uh, let's say, a, a play practice, and they get this role, and they start pretending to be this role. They start acting in every single practice, and then they go home and rather than leaving what they were doing um, kind of like at work, for instance, like leaving, leaving their practicing at the theater. Let's say they bring it home and they want to keep studying. They want to keep playing that role. They want to get it really, really um, solidified so that they can feel confident in performing that role to the best of its ability so that the audience will have the best experience, so that it would f will feel so real and authentic. And so that actor comes home every night and instead of taking off that role or, or you know, the metaphysical, not metaphysical, the um, metaphorical costume, they kind of keep it on. They stay in that energy and maybe they're working with some flashcards every night and they're having uh, the people in their life help them study. And so they're constantly repeating and solidifying this role for themselves. And so slowly, the barrier between what was theater and what was home tends to kind of fall away and there's not really this barrier there anymore it's just all one role and they get so lost in this role that they find themselves acting as this character in all of their life the, the complete um, 
you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week version of their normal life becomes this role. It gets kind of submerged into this character. And before they know it, the script that they were using to play this role, they begin to think like the character in this play. They begin to speak like the character in this play. And eventually through association and through repetition, which is how we get programmed, they've lost all sense of who they truly were as the original person who entered into the practice of this role or the pretense of this role. And it's become their reality. It's become the way they think, speak, behave, dress. Even their personality has shifted. And so this is exactly what we are experiencing as humans. Is and, and the thing to start out with is that nothing is wrong with this. This is exactly the way it was meant to be. Because spirit wanted to experience the greatest play, the greatest performance it could ever imagine. And the only way that it could do that was to forget itself so that it could play these roles. Because if spirit was just on its own, right, oneness as itself... There, if there is no duality, if there's no pretense, if there's no illusion through form, then how could it have known itself? Right? One thing cannot know itself. If there's just this one thing, it can only know itself by creating a sense or a perception of there being two. But the thing is, there was never actually two. There was just the perception of two. There was just the illusion of duality. And so this is exactly what we can see in this analogy is like we are at this point as a humanity where we've fallen so far into the forgetting phase. We've played the role so, so well and so deeply and we've become so authentic in the sense that we fully believe the elusive self. We fully believe that we are this character. We're speaking like the character we're thinking like the character. We're believing the things that were in the script for the character because we repeated it and we reprogrammed it so many times that we forgot that what we truly were prior to this was without all of these narrations and stories, scripts, costumes, that our original essence was pure innocence. And so we are in this forgetting phase and we've done a beautiful job of pretending to play these roles and forgetting ourselves. And now where we're at is this part in this story where the character, the role, begins to feel like something is off. It begins to crave its true nature. It begins to long for something and it, it can't quite figure out what it's longing for. And because it doesn't know any better, because in its current reality, all it sees is this play that it's a part of and all of these other characters and all these dynamic storylines and there's so much going on in terms of sight and hearing, all of these different um, connections with these other characters in the play. And even the senses, even the 
the sensual experience of being in this play and practicing with these other people, it's creating these intensified, expansive feelings momentarily for the body, for the body that is dressed up in this costume. So something tells this being, this character, to keep pursuing this activity outside of itself because it's giving those little bumps, it's giving those little sensual excitements, and it feels like it feels like a closeness to what it's truly craving. But somehow, whenever the play is over, whenever the other characters go home, whenever that activity begins to die away a little bit, there's still this craving for something more, something deeper. This sense of longing for something that it knows but can't quite put words to or experience to. And so eventually, what will naturally happen is that that character will have to begin to question. That character will begin to have to say to itself, you know, these, these spikes that I feel within my energy field or, you know, these momentary moments of passion or joy during my practice with these other people and with all this activity going on, that must be covering up what I'm truly craving because it can't last. It's never lasting. And what I'm craving is something stable, something real, something I can rely on. The true me. My true nature. And so when that character begins to question, the only way that it can find its way back to who it really was and is. Because, right, the actor, the true actor the person, let's say in this analogy, the person who is acting as this role never left. It's always been there. It's always been present. But the character is longing for this sense of knowing itself, its true nature as that original person that entered into the play before the costume, before the role, before it got lost in beliefs and ideas and stories that weren't its own. And because it's forgotten so well, it can only find its way back to itself by asking the right questions and doing a little bit of internal detective work and letting the activity of those external sources fall away long enough for it to remember who it always was. And so we're in this process as a humanity where we're starting to question, we're starting to trace our steps back, we're starting to see that the external is no longer providing us a sense of fulfillment. That our desire is for something more than these momentary spikes because those are not long-lasting, those are not stable, they're not real. They feel very real. But what is real is that which cannot leave, that cannot change. Our true nature that is stable, reliable, all-present. And so as humanity begins to question, parts of this role or this costume begin to fall away. And in that falling away, we begin to experience our true self. And it's not something that needs to be added to ourselves. 
It's not something that needs to be proven or that there needs to be evidence for or trying to get there. All that needs to happen is that the layers of illusion of who we believed ourselves to be begin to fade away as we look a little deeper, as we recognize internally what has always been here animating. And so you can think of, if you are closing your eyes at this moment, if you can think of this figure on stage, think of it almost like you're seeing this in a play or on a movie where it's this moment where the character's having this light bulb go off and it's slowly stripping away its costume almost as if it's unzipping this costume. And as it unzips this costume, underneath is this bright, shining light that represents spirit, that represents that which has always been, will always be, that is never changing, always present, always aware. Source energy, that which resides within every character, every role, every word, every belief, even all that was the illusion everything contains this it is all pervasive all encompassing and so that unzipping that stripping away of the role of the costume of the character perceived character that is the equivalent of the action of meditation of coming into our own stillness, we begin to see through the layers of illusion. And rather than add anything, we see what arises or what seems to arise, what is emanating underneath the activity of the mind, sensations, stories. As this activity falls away, we realize that We are the meditation. There is nobody there to do the meditation. So we fall back into ourselves. That is the way that we recognize our true nature is by falling back into our true nature. It's not something that we can observe within ourselves. It's something that we sink into or emanate as. In many uh, non-duality teachings, they use the analogy of the sun as our true nature, like the fact that the sun cannot illuminate itself. In the same way, what we are, our true nature, it doesn't know itself by having a concept or an idea about itself. It knows itself only by being itself, by shining as awareness. We come to know our true essence, not through knowing of the mind, but through knowing as being. So hopefully that analogy helps a bit. It's a really great one for kind of understanding what we're going through both on individual and collective levels that what's happening in the world is because 
of this resistance that people are feeling because they think that they are the character. They think they are the person. And so they feel so distant from their true nature that there is an inner turmoil. There's inner suffering that occurs. And that suffering is a catalyst to begin that questioning process, to begin the tracing itself back to its source. And there is a momentum of this happening on the planet right now, and it is mm, inevitable. You cannot not be. It's the way that this is all designed. The remembering phase. The moment between the exhale and the inhale as we return back into the cosmic womb of creation as we recognize our true self our true nature beyond personhood beyond all of these narratives from all of the flashcards that we've been metaphorically using in our mind to program ourselves to be a part of this script to play these roles so well that we would forget so beautifully every part of who we truly were so that we could have the full experience the glory the joy the bliss of remembering remembering not with the mind but with the body with our entire beingness as we fall back and trace ourselves back into our true nature that's all that is.